with the trade season kind of officially but unofficially starting and everybody kind of gearing up, getting ready for what we've known to come for a while, and that's the Zach Levine trade move away from the Chicago Bulls. I'm going to talk about some of the best offers that each rumored team and Zach Levine kind of put out there to try to acquire the shooting guard, uh, the highest paid shooting guard in Chicago Bulls history. We're going to get to all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. I'm the host, Sarah Hayes, but more importantly, you guys can follow the channel at Bulls Central Pod on every single social media platform I happen to be on. With that being said, let's go ahead and get into the content for today. So we're going to be talking about Zach Levine trades. We're going to talk about some of the best offers that each kind of rumored team uh, that's interested in Zach Levine can offer. This is a list that I saw that I thought, hey, these are some okay trades, and I'm going to talk about it with the audience, see how everybody feels about it. Some of these, uh, you know, I won't, I'll say that they're pretty fair in general, kind of looking at what the Bulls could realistically get back for his value, but also keep in mind and what the other team could want. So we're going to go ahead and talk about it. The first one up is the Miami Heat. Now, this is a trade that would send Zach Levine and Javon Carter to the Miami Heat. The Chicago Bulls would be getting back Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, and a 2027 first-round pick. Now, the thing about this is that you're replacing Zach Levine with a player that isn't the versatile three-level scorer that Zach Levine is, but he is a threat to stretch the floor in Tyler Hero. Now, Tyler Hero, not by any stretch of the imagination, is the most amazing player or player that you look at and say, hey, he's a guy who can come in, he's going to replace Zach Levine, he could, you, he, you're going to build your franchise around him. No, that's not what the case is. And the Bulls probably theoretically aren't going to get that guy back but what Tyler Hero is a guy, he's an effect, effective and efficient three-point shooter, averaging over his career 6.5 uh, three-pointers per game and hitting at an almost 40% clip. Again, is it everything that the Bulls would want back? No, but you're getting now two shooters when you add in Duncan Robinson to that. And the Chicago Bulls can use some, some players that can just outright shoot the ball. These are both players that have killed the Chicago Bulls and other times. So damn near elite shooting. Now, again, the contracts that you're looking at for it is a bit tough. Now, Tyler Hero is 23 years old. Doug Robinson a little bit older than that. He does have $40 million left on the two years of his contract after this season, which isn't ideal for the Chicago Bulls. But again, this is a trade, uh, the 2027 first round pick. Is it great? No. You're also replacing Javon Carter, who is a player that came into the season. Everybody kind of looked at his shooting. He just hasn't shot the ball effectively. Is this a deal that I would do for the Chicago Bulls, though? I'm going to flat out say, uh, no, I would hope that the Bulls can get maybe a little bit younger, maybe even some additional picks in this. If the Bull, if it does come to this is the best package that the Bulls could potentially get offered for Zach Levine, might have the mighty have fallen in that case. But when you look at what the Bulls are getting, two three-point shooters that, that can absolutely fill it up at times, uh, that, that's them replacing. Duck Robinson's basically replacing uh, Javon Carter. He's a better shooter. You're still getting Io DeSumo and his defense in that case. And then you're replacing Zach Levine with another player who can come in, slide into that shooting guard position, can provide some much-needed spacing for a player like Nikola Vucevic, and even Kobe White and his ability now to get to the to break down the defense and get to the middle of the, the teeth of the defense. So, you know, that's something to look out for. Again, not necessarily what I'm saying is the best deal possible, but again, this is a deal that's kind of been put out there. I wanted to talk about. Now, the next deal is a deal that would send Zach Levine to the Toronto Raptors, and it's not going to get the player back that I know a lot of Bulls fans are hoping we would get back in the Zach Levine trade. Now, this is sending just Zach Levine to the Tor Toronto Raptors. You're then getting Jacopoto and Gary Trent Jr. back um, from the Toronto Raptors and a 2026 first-round pick back from uh, the Toronto Raptors. Now, 
This is Jacoporo is a guy that I've always liked the idea and thought of him being on the Chicago Bulls team. He's a guy that I I thought at some point would uh, if the Bulls were able to sign him, if he hit free agency, could definitely replace Nikola Vucevic. Then you can make him expendable. But hey, at that point, you got to ask yourself: Is Poto going to want a bench, a a, a roll off the bench, or are you going to move uh, Nikola Vucevic to the bench or try to find a deal for Vuce, who just doesn't have a big trade market? This is one of those deals that I look at and say I can understand why. Uh, this deal was put out there as far as something that makes a little bit of sense for both teams. But to me, it's not real. You would want more back from from in, in a deal for Zach Levine. You're, you're not getting any player back that even really is going to start for you. There are some they are both solid death pieces. Gary Trier Jr., only 24 years old. So, you know, maybe there's still some left in the potential that you can talk yourself into with that. Not me. He's been in the league since 2018. So I'm not really high on the potential of a Gary Trent Jr., but. Uh, Jacopoto is a player that I do like. He's killed Vooch at times. He's a good uh, player that can rebound, uh, do some rim protection for you. Also, in the pick-and-roll offense and defense, he's pretty solid in. But this, to me, I'm looking at this deal, and I'm saying, this just isn't a good deal. I, I This isn't a good deal. But, you know, let me know what you guys think on that one. Uh, also, note, Jacopoto cannot be moved to January 15th, so be on the lookout for that. Now, another team that I have constantly said is not a, a partner for Zach Levine I would not look at, and this deal is even worse than what some people are uh, are saying. This is a deal that would send Zach Levine to the Golden State Warriors for Chris Paul, Jonathan Kamiga, and a 2026 first-round pick. Now, we all know that the Warriors dynasty is dead or dying, depending on the way that you look on it. Uh, at Not to say that they can't find some life in the second half of the season. It is that they have done it before. But this is a team that's rostered, just doesn't have very much balance. This does balance it out a little bit more. But, you know, even I didn't like the deal that people said Clay Thompson to the Chicago Bulls. Chris Paul to the Chicago Bulls? No. And I, I know he has a relationship with Kobe White. Um, I understand that. Uh, Jonathan Kamiga is a player that still has definitely some potential around the league. I'm not really high on his potential either. I mean, I, I understand what he can be, what he could potentially turn into, but I'm just not a guy who's really high on Kaminga. I just, I see Kaminga and I say this. Yes, he's a guy who can play next to Patrick Williams. He is a guy that has done something. He's been on runs. He's 21 years old, so he's still extremely young, still extremely raw. You can theoretically move Patrick Williams then back to the three, right? But then I'm looking at it, and I'm saying, what does this do for Julian Phillips? And I get it. Kaminga has played way more games. He's played 160 NBA games so far with 30 starts. Uh, in that time, he's shot the ball 51% from the field, 34% from three-point range. He's averaged 10 points per game over his career with three rebounds, one assist, less than a block, less than a steal. But it's just a guy that I know that he has value around the league. I know a lot of people still look at Kaminga and say, hey, this is a guy who still has tons of potential. I'm just like, eh, I'm kind of iffy on it. And like I said, I don't want to be the naysayer or, or, you know, crap on another player's potential. Hell, I've said it with our own players. Three years into the league being as young as what he was coming in, 18, you still look at it and say, you can't really write the story on that player yet. He turns 21. Uh, he, well, he just turned 21 in October. So really young player still. But I would hope that you can get more back. And a first-round pick from the Golden State Warriors isn't really going to be much for me. I mean, unless you're looking at it and saying, hey, the Golden State Warriors aren't winning, this could potentially turn into a lottery pick for you because if you're betting on Zach Levine to help turn that team around, maybe you're not really looking at that. So, you know, I, I don't know. I really don't know. I know that Thompson's on the slide. Wiggins, Draymond Green have all, you know, not really been what they've been before. But bringing in Levine to that team, some youth, some scoring uh, next to to – uh, Chris, uh, not Chris Paul. Next to uh, Steph Curry, and, and I don't. I just don't see it. I don't see it. It's not a deal that I like at all. I think this is one of the worst deals 
uh, on this list for the Chicago Bulls. But, hey, uh, it seems like uh, Tyler Watts, who wrote this article, seems to think that this is one of the best deals that the Warriors can put forth for Zach Levine. Next up, this is a deal that would send Zach Levine to the Philadelphia 76ers. And this is another deal that I'm looking at this package back, and I'm saying the best thing on it is the two first-round picks. Now, Zach would go to the Philadelphia 76ers. We would get back Nicholas Batum, Marcus Morris, and Paul Reed back. Now, keep in mind, Marcus Morris, Nicholas Batum, two veterans, so those aren't really the marquee things on it. The marquee things on this deal for the Chicago Bulls, the biggest thing enticing them will be the two first-round picks and Paul Reed. And I'm still looking at it and saying, uh, that's what you got for me? Now, Paul Reed, 24 years old, 6'9", 210 pounds. This is a guy who, underside center, uh, you know, plays some small forward, plays some small ball center for this team as well. Has played uh, three through four for them at times. But, it, it, again, I'm looking at this guy and saying, is he, can he bring anything that Adama Sonogo can't? That's what I'm looking at in this. Can he bring anything that Adama Sonogo eventually can't for the Chicago Bulls? And like I said, I'm not really high on Paul Reed. I know that Paul Reed has his, has his fans. They have people that really look at his potential and say, hey, this is something that, that a team could look to cultivate, could look to build. I just, for me personally, I just don't see it for him. Uh, and I'm not to say that he can't be a productive member of the bench, but if you're trading Zach Levine, you're really looking at getting two veteran pieces that, yeah, you're not attaching extremely long-term salary for either one of those guys. Uh, you know, they're both free agents, I believe, at the end of the season, so you get some potential cap space back for that. The two first-round picks as well that you get back for the Philadelphia 76ers aren't one that I'm necessarily looking at and saying, hey, like, what are these going to be, right? The Philadelphia 76ers, in my opinion, when you look at what they have to offer, uh, they can't offer their 2024 pick. They can't offer their 2025 pick. They do have two picks potentially in 2026, so they can give you one of those. But then you're talking about pushing that deal out, the, other, the second one, out to 2029, 2030. I don't really like this deal. I don't. I don't think it's as bad as the Warriors deal. But I don't think this is a good deal for the team either. But, hey, maybe you guys can look and tell me what you what you think on it. Again, Tyrese Maxey's there. He's exceeding. I know that he's played with a high-volume guard before in, in James Harden. Maybe you're looking and saying that Harden and Levine can add some real space and shooting for Embiid to get to work. Um, but, again, I don't necessarily see this one. But then the last deal, and this is a deal that Zach Levine is rumored the most to go to, and this is the Los Angeles Lakers. This would send uh, Zach Levine to the Lakers for D'Angelo Russell. Rui Hachimura, Jalen hood Shafino, and a 2029 first-round pick. Now, one of the biggest things in this, I know a lot of Bulls fans and me, myself, have talked about Austin Reeves being one of the players that the Bulls would want most back in a potential move with the Los Angeles Lakers. There's been something to come out uh, recently that may point to the Lakers not being willing to include Austin Reeves in a deal like that, that they really want to keep him on their team, maybe learning from losing Alex Caruso before. And so I look at this and I say, I'm good. I'm like D'Angelo Russell. We, I've talked about it heavily. That's a player that, to me, with where Kobe White's going, I think that affects Kobe White too much. Now, if you can find a third team to take on D'Angelo Russell, maybe. Uh, keep in mind, all these deals are just uh, two team deals. They aren't don't involve any third team. Ruhachamore is a player that I do like. Right, I think that he doesn't have the highest ceiling, but as just a player that can slot in, play the system, can fit on any any system, can do some things as far as defensively and scoring the ball wise. Solid. Jalen Shafino now is an upside pick as well. A first-round pick right outside the lottery this past season that definitely still has tons of potential, mainly as a defensive piece, but also getting out in transition. And then 2029 first-round pick. The benefit of that, and I've said this before when it comes to the Lakers, is that that's when Zach Levine's contract would be off the books. So theoretically, depending on where the Lakers are at that point in time, yes, it's far down the road, but because Levine would be off their books potentially by then, 
that Lakers team could be completely different and not a team that you expect to be even, maybe even making the playoffs at that time. So then you can look at that and saying, hey, that's potential of having a first round uh, or a lottery pick or a right outside the lottery pick if it all comes down to it. So that's kind of some things. Do I like these deals? Are they the best deals that, you know, coming into this offseason? No. Uh, the Knicks were left off this list, things like that. But these are some trades that could potentially go down. Some of them can't go down to January 15th. Some could go down now. We'll see when it, what pulls the trigger if any of these deals end up coming to fruition. But let me know what you guys think. Let me know some of your deals as well for the Chicago Bulls down below. I don't usually do a lot of videos like this, but, you know, uh, yeah, we'll see how it does. But thank you guys so much for following. Make sure you guys hit the subscribe button as well. You can follow the show at Bull Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, bullcentralpod at gmail.com. And then lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail for the mailbag, Number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related thanks to you guys. And like I like to end every episode on, go Bulls. Love you guys. See you right if you can, y'all. Peace. This has been a presentation of The Break Break Media. Media.